Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good Wednesday, everyone. It is uh, Dom time, and uh, we're seeing already 2016 all over again as far as how this uh, whole thing is being positioned with uh, President Trump. But we got a lot of Hunter Biden uh, news today. Jonathan Turley talking about, and I want to broaden it out with you because we had a great call last week. I know, you know, in talk radio, some people went nuts because we engaged a listener who called in, thought that we were mocking addicts. Now, we're mocking Hunter Biden because Jonathan Turley's column today talks about in the uh, in one of the cases, the federal case with around the gun charge, the feds brought up evidence just yesterday. They went back and they tested the leather pouch, the holster, if you will, that he was keeping the gun in that he allegedly, along with uh, one of the Bidens, Ashley Biden, dumped the gun. They went back and they tested it. And there was a residue of cocaine. Now, why is this? Well, that's not surprising. It's Hunter Biden. Because in his book, and at various points, he's played around with, I'm clean, I'm not clean, whatever suits his defense. Because on the gun charge, you know that he falsely, I believe, and it's going to play out, that's what the feds are saying, said he wasn't under the influence of drugs when he was. So, Charlie's column today, the latest with this residue of cocaine, it comes back to the shamelessness of Hunter Biden and the Biden family trying to use addiction and say we ought to celebrate this guy every day. Now, Dan, I will admit I have a bias in this. I've gotten in trouble before. I've never understood. Look, look, I get it. When someone's a prodigal and they come back, And they do the prodigal son. They kill the fatted calf. Don't lecture me on the Bible. I understand that. But you know what? I think the good son was kind of right, at least in the translations that I see, saying, (laughs) what about me? And the answer was, well, my son, you're always with us. Uh, You know, where's the fatted calf? Where's the celebration there? Okay? (laughs) So I'm, I'm not on board with that. And this idea that we ought to be celebrating Hunter Biden when it's clear, based upon this and the various timelines he gives and what he wrote in his biography, that he hasn't been clean. You know, then there's the cocaine in the White House. My point being, it's not an attack on addiction. Again, how many times we have to sell? We celebrate people that are 
find their sobriety. They've gone through that, etc. But this guy is all over the place with this. You know it and I know it. And this is the, the shameful use of something that ought to be sacred. Using this as a defense mechanism, whenever he feels like, whenever they're going to spin it as a line of defense, his attorneys also. So this is in play, and it's going to come to a head during the election cycle, without a doubt. All right, the other thing out there uh, today, and I saw several people write it, and and some of them uh, I, um, you know, have had on over the years. Here we go again. Several columnists looking for something to write down are saying this is all going to plan just as the Democrats plan. They want to run against Trump. I'm telling you that most of these people that are screaming our democracy is over with if Trump is elected, all that stuff. I think that in their own hearts, they believe it, that Trump will do anything. I don't think it's all just made up. They're just lying about that. Now, the Obamas and others, they are. They see it as a convenient thing. But are you in the camp that the Democrats really want Trump to win? Because Nikki Haley will just beat Biden so easily. Nikki Haley's not going to beat Biden. Or if she were going to beat Biden, she'd squeak by for the simple reason she's not going to generate the enthusiasm of Trump. We told you that in Ohio, how unenthusiastic Nobody's going around crazy for Nikki. The the people that see Nikki Haley are those that want to return to a Republican Party that's hated today by the base of the Republican Party that Trump has brought in. Now, to say this, that's a different story. There's not enthusiasm, rah-rah. But I think um, when asked for a number two choice, if not Trump, you know that it's standard that DeSantis is the person that people see as capable of somebody that they could uh, live with, if not as enthusiastic as Trump. Not Nikki Haley, though. But this idea, they want Trump to be the nominee. He's the only one that Biden can beat out of the top three. Is ridiculous. It's smarter than the room stuff. But that's where we are. And um, Politico, of all places today, has great analysis I'll get into during the course of the show. Each day I try to update you on how does it look in any of these big cases where Trump is going to be convicted or not convicted of any part of the 91-count indictment. The Fannie Willis thing, due to what she's been up to, that is officially dead in my mind. Saying that as a law school dropout, but nonetheless, I did go to law school and I won the moot court competition. Let's not forget <laughs> very, that. Very proud of that. Oh, yeah. Guys said, oh, you were really... the uh, trophy on the shelf. In the yeah. yeah, you really like to argue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fascinating, that uh, argument you made there. <laughs> and I was thinking, this is nothing. You ought to try talk radio. So that's one. The one of interest now, though, that Politico writes about today, and they go into great detail what's going to happen here. Is the case involving January 6th? We told you a while ago in December that the Supreme Court has taken up the case of one of the people that was convicted uh, around January 6th, and it was under the terms of a finance law, really, that this individual meant to interfere with an official operation of the government. 
Politico's got like 10 printed pages today, and they're liberal, but their analysis is in the end, the Supreme Court is leaning toward overturning that conviction. If they do, this will take away, every legal expert they quote, at least two of the counts that Jack Smith has against President Trump out of the four around the uh, issue of January 6th. And it will make the other two counts in deep jeopardy. Now, that's the major case where a lot of people would hang their hat and say, insurrection, insurrection, I can't vote for that guy for president. So what I'm telling you is at least two of these. Now, Trump's attorneys have responded to the documents case. And Trump is claiming he still had a security clearance on this. This is the case where I think there's trouble for Trump. Now, the argument they make, too, though, is even if technically something were done wrong, it doesn't rise to the level that we're seeing play out here of felonies, et cetera. So that's the argument that will be made there. I dismiss out of hand the Bragg case. I don't see that happening. So what we have here is an incredible circus that's being set up of timelines, of if Trump is convicted at a certain point, how does that play out? If he's not convicted, the trials don't start till after the convention. <laughs> Do they happen before the election? Such a joke. Oh, this, this is going to be more twists and turns. And I think I've lived through, you know, doing talk radio several, like uh, 2000 with Gore Bush, wild stuff. This will be much wilder. But I'll try to update you each day on these cases and what's going on behind the scenes. And again, Trump is uh, very shrewd at delay tactics on this, et cetera. All right, there's one other thing I wanted to put out there, and uh, we're probably going to have somebody on. Dan's been on top of this. Fascinating story, because Gavin Newsom has now weighed in. The essence of it is this. You had a significant number of Democrats. Here we go with the culture wars again. They start it, then people get upset. That want to ban tackle football. Now, I'll clarify what that means in a second. For those under 12 in California, Gavin Newsom weighed in and said that he would ban this. He would veto it. So if they pass it, he's telling them. Now, why is Newsom doing this? Well, Newsom still has aspirations to be president, or at least he's protecting the Democrat brand. Now, do I think it's a good idea somebody that knows sports follows sports for kids under 12 to be playing tackle football? No. Do I think it's CTE? No. The science does not back that up. And the argument of some of the people that we're trying to reach, because it's it's blown up into a big thing with this Newsom veto, is that it's a parental rights issue. And if you follow the guidelines on tackling and the way it's supposed to be done and what's taught, You really don't have any issues here. I don't know why people want their kid to play football at that age. I think it should wait till later. But that's my judgment as a parent and as a, you know, I'm not exactly a big fan of playing football. I'll admit it. But these are the very same people who think you ought to be able to do operations. There it is. Yes. That uh, you can't do anything about. And they're talking with seven, eight, nine-year-olds starting to make decisions around this. So Newsom is smarter than these people and more to lose. He jumps in because he's scared to death. People are going, wait a minute. 
You mean to say the Democrats are now telling us what we can do in sports and not with trans stuff that is irreversible? Yes, that's what they're doing, and they were getting a critical mass until Newsom stepped in. So we hope to hear from one of the people involved in saying this is ridiculous given what the rules are. I need to know from you, though. Uh, You know, simple question. Would you dissuade your kid from playing football? I would. Not the DJ and Luke wanted to play football. They were more basketball. DJ was definitely big enough, though, when he was in seventh or eighth grade, you know. (laughs) Rumbling through people. Well, it's the first time I ever coached. Throwing elbows. Well, we're we're playing this rich school, right? And we were taking it easy because they couldn't guard DJ. And then they started screaming like he was Goliath or something. I told DJ, just take it to the basket, you know. He may have gone overboard. It was like a bowling alley when it all ended, and he's standing there laying a ball in. And even I'm thinking, oh, man, man. I can't. Well, once I told him to pick this guy off, we had a really good player, his cousin. And the other team was mocking him and pushing him around a little bit. So I told DJ to pick him off. So the kid's running all over the court with DJ, you know, bothering DJ's cousin. And DJ's running to pick him Well, when the collision (laughs) happened. So I'm a fan of that. But football, uh, no. Like 10-year-olds, though, tackling, are they really go like, I I always thought, I'm not a doctor, let me qualify that, but I always thought the issue with CTE was the repeated headshots, especially of individuals who are going 110 miles per hour when they're 300 pounds. We're talking 10-year-old kids here. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's much danger. I think it's cumulative, so you could argue... You know, it's built up on that. But you're right. The science is on your side on this, that, that this is very negligible. You got to worry post high school, college. You got to worry. And then certainly pro high ball. school. I think you got to worry a little bit. You Yo, know, yeah. Yeah. The morning so, practices. And yeah. And it's it doesn't have to be a concussion. It's just a continual shock of crashing into each other that does this. And about 30 percent of NFL players are going to end up with, which is frightening but they know that so the idea in banning this would be to allow flag football to but yeah. to dismiss oh, God. Yeah. 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 do you think we're on like are we on the way 30 years from now where the nfl is going to be the national the nffl the national flag football league well they've taken away the kickoff and they've taken away the onside kick look the kickoff i get it they want to put on the veneer we're safe but you got to let the onside kick go how are you supposed to catch up at the end of the game if you can't onside kick it yeah it's one of the most exciting plays in football and I also wonder how much of this, uh, you know, being careful has led to situations like we're seeing play on NFL fields, like for the Philadelphia Eagles and James right. Bradbury not being able to wrap up a person in a standard right. tackle or just people not knowing how to tackle anymore. Yeah, they don't they don't practice it. They don't do it, et cetera. Yeah. So uh, I'd love to get you in on that. Maybe we have a doctor or two. Let me go to Greg in Center City. Then I'll give you the side question here to start off. Hey, Greg, welcome in. Hey, Don, how you doing today? Good. Great show. Hold on. Let me put you on the... Uh... Greg, are you there? Yo, Greg. Greg. Oh, I hope that's not an icing issue or something. Sounds like some <laughs> kind of a service issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. All right, Greg. You can call us back. I was wrong about something. No, I don't think so on this, but 855-839-1210. Let me give you the side question. As you know, uh, Dan has moved to Jersey. Parts unknown there. And uh, we'd like to today, I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm in Philadelphia, he's in Jersey. You call in, if you live in Jersey, you give us something either 
that Jersey's much better than Pennsylvania and or something spectacular about Jersey. What makes you better than your neighbor? Yes. And if you're in Pennsylvania, you'll give us the opposite over Jersey. So I'm going to take off the board. I'm in Pennsylvania. And I can pump my own gas. Oh, well, I'm going to take the opposite. I can go pull up into a gas station in New Jersey and just sit in my dang car and enjoy the service of... Like, like, I I did it two days ago, Dom. It was sleeting. It was snowing outside. And the poor 15-year-old kid at Wawa comes up to me. I throw him a dollar. I give him a tip for doing it. But I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, am I glad I'm not in Pennsylvania today and having to get out of my car oh, so we were just pump my own gas. Wusses because 12-year-olds can't tackle each other, but yeah. now you don't want to get out of your car. No, why? Why? When it's convenient. No, it's, it's just curmudgeonly to complain about it. You no. It's tell, conv- you, there's no way that you go to New Jersey and you think, oh, I wish I could get out of my car and pump my own gas. Because it takes forever. Yeah, people coming out, they take forever to do it. I just want to get in and, and get out. Oh. Yeah, that's my part. I don't mind. I have um, sanitizer in the car. I just go like that with my hands. Stop it already with those arguments. All right. Also, Pennsylvania, real sports teams. Jersey, unless you're North Jersey, and even then, not so much. So we have Wait, We have the Devils. Teams. Yeah, that's right. Yes. We're, who knows? The Giants? Who knows? Right. The Jets? They're kind the of Metal, The Meadowlands Giants, right. <laughs> Meadowlands Giants. The New Jersey Giants. That's what exactly. they should be called. Um, I'll take a... How about the entire... You know, Philadelphians and Pennsylvanians, they love saying how much they love going to the shore, but it's truly New Jerseyans that own it. You know, it's it's their True. coastline, so I'm going to say the beaches of New Jersey make New Jersey a much better state than Pennsylvania. Uh, I would agree with that. We don't have anything... Oh. In, we, have, we don't have anything in Pennsylvania that oh, you can do. match the shore. You do. What, the Poconos? Uh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, you guys oh have the mountains, God. unlike the Jersey. You yeah. know, if there are a lot of deal breakers in a marriage, but if it's someone, oh, we got to go to the mountains. I love the mountains more than the shore. Ro and I would never be married. I'm not going to the mountains. We did it once. <laughs> Saw a deer run across just so DJ and Luke could go to the Poconos once. Brutal. Couldn't wait to get out And of we there. practice DEI on this program, correct? Well, no. But, yeah. Well, but but I, I, let's include people from Delaware and, uh, like, others from oh, out okay. of state. So you're if, right. if you're calling, say, from Texas, what makes Texas a better state than, say, oh, Pennsylvania God. or New Jersey? Or if okay. you're from Delaware, what makes Delaware a better state than your two neighbors? Yeah, a place where you can wear a cowboy hat. Who wants to wear a cowboy hat? I don't get that. Oh, there's nothing like walking around with a cowboy hat. You're not, Try walking around Wait, with a cowboy hat. South Philadelphians love cowboy hats. No, allegedly. they don't. No. Well, you, you had one at one boots. point, didn't you? No, just oh, boots, cowboy boots. Boots, a chain, and a jean suit. I had a jean suit, not a cowboy hat, for the record. Okay, it's 855-839-1210. Kamala Harris on The View today. Oh, what could go wrong? Oh, my God. They just could not get enough. It made it even more insipid. By the way, The View saying, well, Trump really didn't do anything spectacular. He lost 49% of the vote in Iowa. Hey, it's an all-time record in Iowa. All right, and are we really supposed to believe the smarter Democrats are licking their chops? They want Trump to be the nominee. And who's saying that? Well, Republicans, the Republican establishment. Sad to say, Dan, Andy McCarthy's the one with a column. Now, you know I love Andy McCarthy. No one's going to break that bond. But he's got the column up. He's saying with all his legal troubles, Democrats can't wait for Trump to be the nominee. Oh, Andy, say it ain't Sky Shiraki, say it ain't so. This whole quack, it's one thing to say you don't want Trump. It's another to say Democrats want him, though. I don't see it. I think it's real. The fears they have because they see the enthusiasm. Yeah, there's baggage, but they see the enthusiasm. 855-839-1210. Coming up, 
I'll ask Dan, and I'll tell you myself, what should Nikki have said, Nikki Haley, when asked, was America ever a racist country? Hint, do the Gingrich approach to this, but answer it, and I'll answer it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tom Giordano Show, 855-839-1210. So we got the 12-year-old tackle issue. Newsom smartly jumps in because... It looked like they were going to introduce it today, and people were lined up to say, here we go again, another cultural war, particularly with people who are telling kids to get operations you can't turn around at the age of 8, 9, 10, God knows what uh, a lot of progressives want when it comes to the trans stuff. Yet with football, you cannot play it before you're 12. All right. I mentioned Nikki Haley. So, and we have a cut of Mike Johnson here, too. I I don't know that I'm happy with his answer, the Speaker of the House. Of course, the media is constantly trying to put people on the spot. And Haley got put on the spot again. She was asked specifically, not now, but let's be specific. You can't dodge it. You got to just answer bluntly. Was America ever a racist country? Now, I don't know if she wanted to par and say, well, there was discrimination, but uh, no, I would say America was a racist country. There, there was racism. There was segregation. But I would do the Ginrich approach to it. I'm going to answer that and then talk about the Republican Party and what the Democrat Party has done, particularly in the South over the course of time, and talk about you're not asking Democrats questions like and put a few questions in that you won't ask Democrats and then answer it. But of course, what she said pretty much, well, there were some prejudiced people, but America wasn't a racist country. I would then launch on talking about the evolution of America and how progressives and Democrats continually are telling kids today it's still a racist country, which is preposterous. So what should you say? What should you say when you're Mike Johnson? They ask Johnson, you believe in the will of God. Here's uh, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. That means Joe Biden is president. 
So God must have ordained Joe Biden. He said, Joe Biden will be president. I'm saying, you know what? Count me out of here. That's it. I'm getting into a different thing here. If God is telling me Joe Biden must be president, (laughs) something is off here. I'm, I'm not mocking it, but I think you have the right to say it. Come on now. I think God is all knowing and omnipotent. But Joe Biden, uh, that's a bad day. All right, here's how it sounded with Johnson. Yes, sir. Do you believe that Joe Biden's presidency is God's will? <laughs> is Joe Biden's presidency God's will? Oh, I know where you're going with this. Okay, so I, I said I said in my in my speech uh, before I took the gavel um, that look, I'm I'm a Bible believing Christian, right? Bible believing Christian believes what the Bible says, right? The Bible says that uh, God is the one that raises up people in authority. I believe God is sovereign. By the way, so did the founders. I quoted the Declaration of Independence. They acknowledge that our rights don't come from government; they come from God, and we're made in in, in His image. Everybody's made uh, the same. We all are, 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 are given equal uh, rights and value, and that's something that we defend. So if you believe all those things, uh, then you believe that um, God is the one that allows people to be raised in authority. Uh, it, it, it must have been God's will then. Uh, that's my belief, right? Uh, but uh, I think that that, um, that a nation uh, makes a decision collectively because we're given uh, the free will to do that, and I think we're going to make a much better choice as a country coming up in this election cycle. We're very much looking forward to that regime change. I'm not answering that. I'm not giving that up. I'm not saying it's God's will that Joe Biden was president. I don't believe that. I'm not going to believe that. I don't care what signals you give me on that. I guess to be consistent, though, Johnson felt he had to go down that path. But again, the reporter, you always hear these little guys off the end. Biden must be president. Then you said it. The reporter was out of central casting. Oh, yeah. Without a central casting. Do you believe that Joe Biden? (laughs) is God's will. God's will. <laughs> is Joe? Yeah, this is the... the well, he, he had a good shot at there, too, rephrasing the question. Johnson, like, yeah, really. You knew Gingrich would have done it better. His forehead sort of raises up. I'll answer that, buddy, and you're not going to like it once I get done with you. He did it with John King, particularly, when he was running for president, Gingrich. It was a classic. So constantly they're going to ask, imagine asking Kamala Harris anything based upon what she said to defend it. It never happens. So Republicans should not uh, cave in on this. They should answer honestly after they extract punishment. That's almost like uh, the goofball in Tampa that has Todd Bowles, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, about um, you know going to Detroit. It's going to be a lot colder. It's a dome stadium. <sighs> how do you cover the town? I don't know if he covers Tampa Bay every day or how he got there, but you know what? If you don't have a question and all your questions were asked, you can't ask about is it going to be cold and you're playing in a dome stadium. Would you like to take some time to respond to that? No, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, that's how you got to go with this rather than some of these attempts. But Nikki Haley just is going through her listener head. All right, what do I have to say in this situation? Was America ever a racist country? Instead of, honestly, yes. But first, it was Wolf Blitzer, too. You could have beaten up on Wolf Blitzer there prior to answer it. DeSantis did a better job with it. They asked him at a town hall last night. I think that was CNN again. And he answered it. But uh, the Ginrich approach just needs practice.
because the media is not going to let up. There are always going to be these hypotheticals, always these questions. The other side, not so much. All right, should 12-year-olds be able to play tackle football? In California, it looks like they're going to continue to allow them. And the reason is Gavin Newsom is smarter than some of these other progressives, jumps in and says, if you start passing this bill, which they were going to vote on starting today, I will veto it. And they're not going to override the veto. And that, for now, has put a stop to another cultural war. Let's go to Tom in South Philly. He's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Tom, welcome in. Good. How you doing, Doc? Good. The, uh, I guess on your question about Jersey, I defected in 89 from South Philly. And uh, I, I still like that you could take the shopping cart from the shop right or the store to your car. You don't have to <laughs> leave it behind the barriers and hope people – Watch you watch your groceries until you get back with the car. <laughs> oh, so you defected. See, you're turning on South Philly. What a traitor! A traitor. Well, I, I, Dan, I let, me, let me look that up here. Is a traitor a said? Was that an insurrection? <laughs> was that sedition here? Uh, it was. It, it it was car insurance and a few other things. At the at the time, it was the same in the eighties. Car insurance in Philly, especially South Philly. All right. Well, put and you- the. Uh, and then they got, oh, and then the other thing I like. Yes. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, the, the other thing is in Jersey, the left lanes for high velocity movement and Pennsylvania is for sightseeing. All right. Thank you. Well, I don't know that that's really enforced in Jersey. All right. Let's see. He got a, a couple good ones in there. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So left lane different in Jersey where they, well, they seem to force you out of it more. But high velocity, you're only able to go 65, right? So how's that high velocity? Yeah. All right. So it's 855-839-1210. If you're from Pennsylvania, still in Pennsylvania, tell us uh, Jersey or Delaware. You can pick on either one and the opposite. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, go ahead. Legal weed in New Jersey comes in from Josh on Twitter. All right. And I guess that's supposed to be a good thing, making the state dopier than it already is. They'll vote for more people. That uh, Okay. David checking in from Ohio. Yeah. says versus Pennsylvania. Turnpike tolls in Ohio, you don't need to take out a mortgage to go uh, across the state driving. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, Jersey's always going to be in any kind of comparison. And Clem yeah. says PA does not ban bags at retailers. Ah, that's a great that's one. A huge one. And I have a story on that from Matt Rooney, Dan, that if you use those, I, I don't understand why people, uh, let me see if I can help with this. People are buying over in Jersey because you can't take stuff out in plastic bags, those um, uh, reusable bags, but they break or they, they only have a short shelf yeah, life. terrible. I mean, just, uh, I have to ask Luke where he got it for us, but we've had them for five years. It's like a box like this with a handle and a nice flat thing. And it's shops. Of course, Rosa Fanatic. At the end, if I put one frozen item in with anything, you know, when you're sorting and piling stuff (laughs) in. Well, you can't put frozen items in with the... uh... Well, I mean, it might barely be frozen. Or if it's not a vegetable and you well, put it, it in with the fruit. When we're talking frozen, are we talking frozen meats? You can't put no, fruit. not frozen meats. juice leaks onto your no, produce, Maybe, maybe you know. a little bit of gelato or something. I mean, it's, okay, you okay. know. Yeah. Or if you don't put the vegetables you in. You with, buy gelato and not ice cream in the yeah, Giordano household. If you can't squeeze the, of course, <laughs> the uh, vegetables in with the fruit, then you got to go back and do it. And that's items are coming down the uh, chain here. We pack our own. We recently started doing the uh, pickup. Like, we'll pull up right. to our supermarket, and then we just tell them we're there in a certain spot, and they'll bring out the uh, products. Like, it's wait, complete wait laziness. You're, you're paying for that. 
Well, it's actually cheaper at groceries where we are now than it was when we were buying it in Philadelphia. Yeah, but if you go even, in and get your own, the, uh... it'll even be cheaper. Yeah, My I know, God, but it saves time the... and it saves energy. No, it doesn't it save does. time. Yeah, it does. Oh, you got to be looking online, and you're trusting them to get an avocado for you. Well, that's the thing. Is well, they're really good, and that's like when you're talking about these supermarkets. It, Instacart's a little bit different because I don't think people care as much, but the supermarkets are like part-timers. They want to do a good job because they get reviews. If they get a bad review, then the manager comes after them. So they're trying to pick you good produce, I would hope. Oh, man. I'm surprised at Maisie on this. Not you, but Maisie on this. It just started. But but the point being that when we do that, all our products are brought out in these reusable bags that are like canvas almost. And we're we're, we're allowed to keep them. And now we have like eight of these. and, And we're starting... Like, we didn't have a bag drawer for the longest time because we were refused bags, and now we had to start a new bag drawer. It's like, well, what, what the hell are we doing? Oh, like, what's, what's the point of banning these bags if you're just going to give us these new bags that right. seem even less sustainable we're than the last ones? What an indictment. Two individuals in their 30s not going into the supermarket. Oh, man. Uh, Ro might be listening. There'll be a text coming your way. 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Hit us on the side question. 12-year-olds tackle ban football. And do Democrats really secretly want Trump to be the nominee? Not buying that. It's people on the uh, conservative or Republican side saying it mainly. You're with Dom. It's Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, uh, some theme music for our guest at 1 o'clock. Kane, who's the mayor of an entire county that involves uh, Knoxville, uh, Tennessee, and was in um, Iowa Supporting President Trump, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, another why. man who's a friend of mine. He's another one I'm not going to mess around with. He's uh, Knox County, Tennessee. Do you know Glenn Jacobs? Un- goes by the name. Goes by the name of Kane. Kane. Uh, the way Trump's. <laughs> I love it. Now, Trump does have WWE experience. Could you imagine, like, uh, Trump man. going over to talk with North Korea and having Kane in mask yeah. behind him, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, you better comply over here. Or the Iranians, maybe. Got one of the brothers of destruction behind me. The uh, Hooties, yes. All right, so um, I I see it up on Twitter now, too. And it, um, Matt Rooney, big study people did that, or, you know, conservative libertarian group that shows you are worse for the environment because they've had it for some time in New Jersey now. If you're using those reusable bags, because they claim, and I'm not sure, we don't use those. We have something that's really sturdy that you can get pretty easily. They only last two or three weeks. What it takes, the plastic to make them, is a lot worse. You know the thing that always bothers me with the bags when they say single use. Oh, my God. I don't know about you, but people take them home and they so use them for unbelievable number. I have my lunch in uh, one today and most days. What do you here, eat? They, huh? Just a sandwich that I made myself when going out the door. Some leftover cookies. People make me chocolate chip cookies. Wait, hold on. You made a cookie times. sandwich? No, it was just cheese. Oh, two separate things. Yeah, a cookie. Oh, a the, the, the way you sold that, it sounded like you were going into a cookie sandwich. No. Okay. Uh, banana and grapes. But what's right. on the sandwich? I'm genuinely curious. Uh, just cheese, American cheese. Just cheese on bread? Yeah, That's just not cheese a sandwich. <laughs> no. Sandwich. Rose not making it. You have time to make tuna salad today? I only get the good tuna stuff on Thursday and Friday. Cheese That's on she, bread. And it's time to make it. The rest of the time I eat leftovers from the weekend. Yeah, at least microwave. You have a grilled cheese, right? Yeah. Not a fan of the grilled cheese. What? No, no not real. But you're a fan of a cheese sandwich? Just a cheese sandwich. It's functional. What kind of cheese? Uh, American cheese. Sometimes provolone. White well, bread? No. Of course not. Wheat. 
That's just an odd uh, combo. Yeah, that is. Maybe I'm uh, wrong. Maybe yeah. it's a normal combo. But. Yeah, it is, it's very normal when you're just trying to get out the door. All right, so uh, 855-839-1210. He wants to know if you brought your own green tea for today. Uh, no. Or pomegranate uh, tea, I'm sorry. No, the station, I've, I'm filing a protest here, does not have pomegranate tea. I have to bring my own and <laughs> get I on forgot. That. So, yeah, I just have simple green tea. The show's not as good. I told Greg Stocker, without the pomegranate. And there's a couple of other exotic take the, ones. Take the big hit without that Now, every time the woman back there, they, they change at the front desk, suddenly the tea flavors change. You can't get the tea flavors. I don't know why they want to change the yeah, tea it's flavors. Our sister stations are dictating the tea flavors. Yes. We all should have our own. Each station here should have their own container of the tea. I want a survey, a tea survey, right? I can imagine a with poll. WIP, what they're drinking. Oh, God. Not a snob against Kraft Singles, Minnie. Okay. <laughs> I like this. Okay. Uh, this is cut for Dan. Here is an alleged Republican commentator, uh, Tara Setmeyer on MSNBC. She used to be a Republican of some note. They use her on uh, CNN, MSNBC to attack. Here's the other angle of attack. She's gone after evangelicals. So you're going to see Trump, Democrats really want him. Evangelicals are scandalous by what they're doing and what they did in Iowa. Here's what she said about the evangelical church. With what the choices are coming up in this election cycle, it's a binary choice. You know, Donald Trump's campaign actually has been showing uh, a, a similar ad called God Made Trump. That's why we responded. We said, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, God also allowed for dictators, too. So let's let's show the blasphemy that is coming out of the evangelical right um, with this God complex that that Donald Trump and his supporters are putting forth here. You know, the evangelical church has failed this country. Not only have they failed America, but they've also failed Christianity. They are so far away from the Gospels of Jesus. Could you imagine if the evangelical church actually followed what they claim to preach in the Bible? We wouldn't have had four years of Donald Trump. We wouldn't have had an insurrection in January 6th. We wouldn't have had the cruelty that we saw with kids in cages. We wouldn't have this idea that character doesn't seem to matter anymore. Could you imagine the kind of country we would, ha- we would have had by now if evangelicals actually followed the Bible they claim to work? Instead, they're following their God, their golden orange God in Donald Trump. And this is a way of us pointing that out. All right. So we're going to see this. You're going to see this constantly, constantly. They're not going to give up on this one with evangelicals. Now, of course, if we want to take a look big picture, let's just stipulate for a moment. There's a minor point here about that. Okay, tell us about the Biden family. Tell us about Joe Biden. Tell us about the policy of extreme, I'll underline extreme abortion. Tell us about that with Biden. Tell us about the bishops. You talk about failures. I'm, I'm so tired of hearing about the evangelical failures. When are we going to hear about the failures of people like Cardinal Dolan, one of the all-time failures? We played you around New Year's Day, him beating up on a parish in New York that said, hell no. We're not going to bring in these people that are over at the Roosevelt Hotel. They came in here illegally. We don't want this. We don't trust them. There's a lot of criminals. And Dolan, talking to Maria Bartiromo, uh, talked about these were first and second generation Italians. And he had to set them straight and say, this was you when you first came over here. No, no, no. They're not buying that. So if we're going to talk about failures and how evangelicals have allowed Trump to sneak in there with their blessing. What about the Catholic Church? 
Can we talk about that? What about the Catholic Church? And you ha- you have to understand. I know it's uh, I know it's hard. Yeah, I'll play Dolan in a second. Dan's got it there. But the pedigree of saying you're a Catholic and a devout Catholic and you're carrying the rosary beads. How many of these Kennedy, Pelosi, and particularly Biden have exploited this? And yet they're playing the other side, which the Catholic Church says is anathema to them, that the number one issue last time I looked is the life issue. You can't have it both ways. They have failed America then. Here's uh, Archbishop, here's uh, Cardinal Dolan telling uh, this immigration, this Catholic left-wing immigration group about how he had to go over and talk to these people at a parish near the Roosevelt Hotel in Manhattan. People in that parish were talking about first, second, and third immigration Italians rebelled and said, absolutely not. We will not have them here. Now, uh, Bishop DiMarzio always likes to point out, usually that was done by the Irish, but this time <laughs> it was done by the Italian. And, and so I tried to reason with them to go back in history and to say, this is exactly what your parents, your grandparents, and your great-grandparents faced. Yeah, Dan, that's enough the there. Same... He went on. Yeah, the same thing. You know, if the evangelicals are the source of this, this shows you the media bias. All right, what do the uh, cardinal and bishops, what do they have to say? I said here in Philadelphia, look, he's a, he's a great guy on a personal level, the archbishop. Don't you think you ought to weigh in on something like safe injection sites and saying they're morally reprehensible to the Catholic Church, which they are? And Joe Biden, how does he skate with the rosary beads and yet extreme 100% position on abortion? So who's failed whom here? The evangelicals, they have failed. They're allowing Trump to prance around. What about Joe Biden? But this is going to be the unrelenting theme. The other is going to be, you'll see these snipers inside the Republican Party saying, the Democrats really want Trump. Our only hope is Nikki Haley. Glad to predict, you know, we'll, we'll give you a prediction by Monday of next week. I don't think Nikki Haley is going to overtake Trump in New Hampshire. I'll be surprised. But I think it's going to be relatively close. Because every corporate interest in the world, every independent, every real Democrat, they're all coming out of the woodwork. It's the Alamo. It's the last stand. This is an outlier state where they all can vote. She's going to do pretty well. If she were the nominee, you know exactly what's going to happen. Instantly, you're going to lose 15 to 20 percent of current support that Trump has. Just not going to come out and vote. They're not going to vote for Biden necessarily, but they're not going to vote. That's a fact. So all this polling data with Nikki Haley just doesn't have substance. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Side question. If you're in Jersey, something Jersey has that Pennsylvania does not, an upside of Jersey in Pennsylvania, upside of PA versus Jersey. We're don't left it. Don't leave out Delaware. Yeah, Delaware too. That's right. Uh, we uh, we don't have too many. There's just one for Delaware. Well, it's a place where people call themselves two names: Delawareans or Delawareans. What are they? I think I use Delawareans. But, it's uh, Delawareans. Yeah. All right. Well, all I know is they can call. They just have to say a quick uh, hail mary for penance because they gave us Joe Biden. <laughs> 
They're the people that did it. They let him hang around, and now we have that. Dom Giordano's show. Uh, Marilyn weighing in on the side question, of course, crab cakes. But we do have Captain Chucky's, and, you know, that kind of uh, sorts it out here in Pennsylvania. Captain Chucky's against any Marilyn crab yes. cake. going to be better. Yeah. yeah. So we have that. That's a uh, side question today. We're going to talk with Kane, who is a mayor, WWE star, and big supporter of President Trump in a few minutes uh, and then I want to talk about the Chamber of Commerce. I need to hear from anybody out there, small business or whatever, who's a member of the Chamber of Commerce, because the head of the uh, Chamber of Commerce is in Davos with all the others, masters of the universe, attacking around the world how disturbing it is to see this right-wing populism exemplified by Trump, etc. These people that head up the Chamber of Commerce... Let's face it, they are anti-American, the Chamber of Commerce in this country. They are for unrestricted immigration. They, they just want as much cheap labor as they can get. Trump is a threat to them because they don't like the tariffs. I don't like tariffs. You know, you can, you can have both thoughts. I don't like tariffs overall. But what are you supposed to do about China? Well, the Chamber of Commerce is in bed with China. So why do people still have a membership in the Chamber of Commerce? We'll get into that. And the side question, you can hit us. Big uh, 1 o'clock hour here. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 